Hello, friends. Welcome to Level Up with Debbie Neal. I am your host. There is nowhere I would rather be than right here, right now with you. This podcast is all about leveling up in all aspects of our lives. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Together, we are leveling up. You ready? Hello, my Level Up family. You guys, I am really, I'm excited for today and you guys are in for a special treat. And I got to tell you, I have a guest on here. I have a guest on here and I invited him not only because he's literally like my bestie in the world and we were separated at birth and we've traveled the world together and, but we laugh. We laugh, you guys, through building a business together. We have developed a friendship and a relationship that I can't even tell you it's like no other because we are across the pond from one another. But the relationships and the community you build and the people you surround yourself makes such a difference in the world. So we're going to talk leadership. We're going to talk mindset. We're going to have some fun here today. We're really going to have some fun because we actually don't even know what we're going to talk about. Because if we, even if we were to plan what we're going to talk about, it would it would have never, never, never come out the way we're going to talk um, today. So you're going to hear from today, Ian Pritchard. And I can't even give you so much of a, of a background, but let's, he's in property, he's in real estate, he's in interiors. His, I've stayed at Ian's home so many times. I actually feel like I have a beautiful home till I go to Ian's home. And then it's like, I didn't even know that everything could look so perfect. I mean, he does do this professionally. So that's what I tell myself when I start to feel insecure, when somebody's even bathroom could be decorated as absolutely perfectly as this man's bathroom. But in addition, he is in network marketing. He's a top leader globally in our company. But what even stands out above and beyond that, he's one of the most incredible human beings that you'll have the opportunity to spend time with. He's real. He's authentic. He's true. He's hardworking. He is funny, really, really funny. So Ian, before we even get started today, I want you to say hello to our audience. We have a lot of people listening. In fact, I think you're the episode that's either going to hit the 2 million um, or we're just going to surpass the 2 million. So it's really fun. I'm so grateful to have you here and a part of it. And we're going to talk everything today from leadership to momentum to energy. But before we even get started today, I'd love for you to just say, hi, who are you? What do you want people to know about you? Well, hi, everybody. And I'm so excited to be on this with my absolute twin, Debs. And, you know, the, the funny thing is that we literally, when we very, very first met so many years ago now, I can't even begin to remember the time that we actually officially kind of introduced to each other. But we we literally laugh like a pair of hyenas. The pair of us get together, but we laugh about the funniest things, like the most silly things ever. Um but we can find the fun in everything. We can find the good in everything. And I love that about us because, you know, one of the things that I love about Debbie so much, and you guys absolutely will know this from uh, listening into her podcast, but one of the things is that she says it how it is, and I'm the same. And I think that's why we're so close and why we get on so well, because we just say, we call a spade a spade. We say it how it is. Um, I have some funny sayings that, that is, are very British that, that send Debbie like rolling around the room with laughter. When I said to her once, just get your skates on, 
she was roaring. She never heard that as an American as a phrase. <laughs> and so here we have that we have a fun, we have fun together. But I'm just really excited to be on this with you guys. And I, you know, I can't wait to share some share some of my kind of experiences, my ideas, my thoughts, and hope that maybe that'll inspire you or help you in some way in your journey in life. So Debs, yeah, let's do this. So now that so now that you brought up put your skates on, you guys, I'm gonna give you the background of that. So I both Ian and I are very we're very disciplined. But we're very like um, type A personality, but sometimes like I could be like, go with the flow. And I really feel like Ian is too, but at this very moment, he wasn't. So we were away. We were in Hawaii. We were together. And because we were in Hawaii, we had somebody covering a call and he was like, Rain Man, you sure this person's doing it? You sure this person's doing it? Yes, Ian, this person's doing it. This person's doing it. And so we're supposed to be at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So now we're sitting by the pool because it's Maui time. It's five hours before and it's literally five minutes before the call. And I accidentally told him the wrong person. So a different person was doing the call. Long story short, she was sitting right next to Ian. And he was like, instead of just asking her why she was sitting there, he's like, so is is she doing the call? I go, yeah, totally. He's like, it's in four minutes. She better get her skates on. So that's what he said to me. I guess you really had to be there, but I found it absolutely. I howled. He must have said that to me a decade ago. And I still find it so funny. So that's a little bit of the background <laughs> of that story. So, so, so Ian, let's talk leadership. Let's, let's focus on entrepreneurship because a, not everybody that listens to this podcast is an entrepreneur, but a lot of them are, or a lot of them desire to be. And so one of the things that I think is one of the most important things when you are an entrepreneur is leadership. And there's so many things that fall under the, the, the umbrella of leadership, but it's also starting out whatever it is you're doing with a no matter what attitude, like no matter what. So let's talk about that. Like what's your feeling? What you, what talk about no matter what, what's your, what's your feeling on no matter what? Underpinning whatever it is you're going to do in your life, whether it's a business, whether it's a relationship, if you're going to go for something, you have to have no matter what you have to be committed. You have to be all in and, you know, underpinning, any kind of no matter what is a is a purpose or a desire to, to do something or to, to, you know, what's going to drive you to do it? What's actually getting you up out of bed every day? What's making you do it? So you don't become no matter what if you're dipping your toe in. You know, you, the, the two don't go together. You know, we've, you know, we talk about commitment a lot. We talk about what is it that, you know, what does that look like? What's the definition of commitment? Doing what you said you're going to do when that feeling you've set in is gone. So many people want more in life want to have flexibility, want to have choices, want to have a business, want to be an entrepreneur, but don't want to be all in. They don't want to have a no matter what attitude towards it. And so when you know why you want something, that's the thing that's going to drive you through the challenges, the fears, the insecurities, the moments of doubt, the the, the, the fear, the really terrifying moments sometimes of being an entrepreneur and the, the, the level of risk that might sometimes come with that. Maybe that's a risk financially, but it could be a risk you know, just personally. So, you know, if you don't have something that's the driving force, that's that's the fire in your belly, then no matter what won't be there. Amen. And, you know, vision, We I talk vision a lot on my podcast. And I think that's one of the things that really attracted me to you because I didn't know you, right? We got to know each other, but you had a massive vision. 
I started with a massive, massive, massive vision. And there's so many people today, no matter again, what it is you do, if you don't see it and you don't actually like have this crystal clear vision in your mind, it's like you're going from point A to point Z on, I don't even know what, like a tuk-tuk. Like you need the, the vision is what drives you. It's what gets you. And so what is the role that vision has had in your success? Uh, well, I mean, ultimately, it's, it is absolutely everything because without a vision, it's just a bit of a pipe dream, you know, and, you know, if you don't have a vision that's underpin- underpinned with a work ethic, if you don't have a vision that has a plan attached to it, then, you know, anyone can have a vision. Anyone can put pictures up on the wall of things they want. Anybody can visualize the life they want. Anyone can. It's, but if it's not underpinned with work ethic and and the right level of action, it becomes a, a, a dream. It's just a dream. But if you don't have a vision and you don't see it in your mind's eye before, and you know what? I believe that there are, I, I believe we're kind of the, the human race is split a bit 50-50. I think vision becomes quite easily to some people. I think if you're quite a creative, if you've got, if your mind's quite active, you know, um, you know, some people joke with me that, you know, if I, I don't know, I'm driving along and someone swerves, I've already seen the entire potential scenario of what's going to happen and where you know air ambulances flying in and it's a bit dramatic and it's because it's almost like I've kind of seen you know I, I kind of visualize and I kind of create and the problem with that you know in a bad way is that you know you can create stories that aren't real but equally in a good way you can create stories and you can create that vision for what it is that you want your life to be like what it is that you want your day to look like on a very simple basis you need to get up in the morning and visualize how your day is going to happen, how your day is going to go. Because if you think, if you got up in the morning, I don't know, you, you know, eating your bowl of cereal, dropped your bowl on the floor, it smashed. You're thinking, oh, goodness me, I'm late for work. You know, I burnt my finger on the on the kettle. Like, you're having a bad day. And, and your vision is shrunk to, it's all really terrible. And you haven't thought about your life. And you haven't thought about what you want your world to be like. And you want your day to go like then you're just you're going to end up with something that just ends up just happening to you rather than you creating it. And so, you know, day in, day out, one of the most powerful things that anybody can ever do is sit with their eyes closed, even just for a minute or two, and really think about, really see in their mind's eye. And I'm closing my eyes as I'm doing it, talking to you, even though this is a podcast, so people might not be able to see me close my eyes, but see it, close your eyes and just take a moment to really visualize it. You know, let's say you've got a big vision for your life you know maybe it's to live in a certain place or to drive a certain car or to earn a certain amount of money or to be around a certain type of people or to visit certain places or to do a certain uh to support a really good cause or to do to do a work charity work or whatever do you see it do you see yourself in the in that house in that car you know, in that environment with those incredible people, you know, if you're not seeing it before it's happened, you know, it, the, the problem is that most people want the evidence before they see it. So they're waiting to see it happen in their life before they believe it can ever happen for them. And the reality is that doesn't really ever come. You don't see the evidence until you've seen it in your mind's eye first, and then your mind will find ways to make that become your reality. And sometimes the journey to that end goal could be way longer than you ever expect. And there were so many times in my life where I've thought about something and I've visualized it and I've believed in it and visualized it and, and sort of really spent so much focus on it. You know, 
it's, it's been many, many, many years before I've ever seen anything close to that come into my life. But without that and planting that seed, you know, you don't ever have a chance of that coming into your world because we get what we focus on. You know, <laughs> you're talking vision. And of course, immediately I'm thinking dreams. I'm thinking, but you said something like to see something before it happens. So what's the story that just came into my mind? You guys, this is another Maui story with <laughs> with me and Ian. I bet you didn't have a vision of that lounge chair knocking me out. So Ian and I were sitting in Maui dreaming. I probably did at some point in my life had a vision when there was a big windy storm that some lounge was going to come and take someone's head out. I just, I, I manifested it probably 20 years before as a kid. Anyway, tell the story. Ian and I were sitting there just talking about dreams, goals. I mean, imagine we're, we, we're looking at the water, we're looking at the palm trees, we're looking at the pool and it was a windy day and the, the lounge chairs were metal. They were metal. So I'm sitting there talking to him and out of the blue, a, a lounge chair got gusted up, came at me, not only hit me, my friends, but knocked me out cold, like cold. And I have to say, I don't even remember what happened. It, it was just, so I had to be taken to like the infirmary when I came to. Ian has a picture of me in a wheelchair with blood going down my face, which is actually wasn't funny at the time, but it's very, very funny now. And Ian, who I consider this strong, successful visionary. I mean, I look up to this man. We get to the infirmary and he basically said, I think I'm going to pass out for the 45 minutes before they even looked at me. And then he was like, there's a lot of people here. They have germs. The people to the right of me have germs. The people to the left have germs. I think I'm going <laughs> to... I think I'm going to pass out to the fact that when they came out to get the patient, I'm like, just take him. He's way more messed up than I am. Wheel him to the back of the infirmary and look and look at him. So that was just a funny story thinking about vision. And that just reminds me, you guys, you know, when people look at a business or they look at top earners, or they look at top achievers and you know what? I, the work ethic is so important and the grit is so important, but along the way, of the journey. It's so much fun. Like it's so much fun. And you never, ever, ever know the people that you're going to come in contact with. I did not know Ian Pritchard when I began my journey as an entrepreneur, but when you, when you raise your level, when you raise your bar, when you, when you, be, when you know that you become of the sum of the five people you hang around with the most, then the people that are in your circle, it matters. You know, we laugh, but I can tell you with all the conversations and, and Ian's not just somebody that I could talk to for five minutes. Every time we talk, it's like, oh my gosh, we've been on the phone 90 minutes. We both have to go. It's always about you know, the positive and the gratitude. And trust me, in our journeys, there have been times that we both have been on our knees and why is this happening and how could this happen? And we're, we're pushing through the pain and the discomfort. But on the other end of that, it's so gratifying. And there's so many people that when they hit the bumps in the road, they're either turning to the wrong people who are saying, don't even do that to yourself. It's so uncomfortable, right? So it's a combination here of growing through the obstacles, but who are you surrounding yourself with when you grow through those obstacles? And who are you surrounding yourself when you're pushing yourself to the next level? Because we've always held each other accountable. Like get up, dust yourself off. This is what we're doing. It was there for a reason. It's there to grow you. So like, Ian, what's your thought on the people that you surround yourself with? Because there are people out there that they want 
you know, success. They want multi-million dollar businesses. And then they're hanging out with people that are saying, don't do that. Or you don't want to be uncomfortable or where you are is good enough, which is something we've never, ever, ever told one another. No. Okay. First and foremost, you get what you expect and you get what you allow. And that comes from, if you allow yourself to be around people that are maybe smaller thinkers and don't get me wrong, we've all got people in our lives that are, we love to pieces. They might be family members. They might be close friends, but what you've got to do is be around people that you can have big conversations with. You want to be around people that are talking about the future. They are future focused Yes, we can we can have a great memory about a situation in the past, but if people are constantly dwelling on what's been and what went wrong and what's not working and what's not happening and how difficult something is, that's shrinking you away from your goals and your vision. You want to be around people that are talking about things and about ideas and about talking about the where they're going and not talking about people. You know, I spent, you know, over the years, you know, I've I've, you know, I've been I've, you become more aware, I think, and more intentionally aware and conscious when you're you know, developing yourself as an entrepreneur and developing yourself as a as a you know in a world where personal development is huge for you know your mindset and your attitude and your uh, ability to grow but when you start to become a much more conscious person um, and you kind of start putting in more boundaries about what you will and won't accept and what you will and won't allow and so you know there have been times where I have intentionally stepped back from people who are in my world, you know, I haven't cut them out. I haven't blocked them. I haven't been, you know, been unkind or rude. I've just intentionally taken a tiny step back because I need to be around people that are talking about the future, talking about where they're going, talking about ideas, talking about, you know, the bigger things in life, the the meaning, not talking and being around people that are, you know, in a in a place of scarcity or fear or lack because we get what we're around like you said we're the some of the five people that we spend the most time with and so if we are if we're not putting ourselves in situations where we're around people that are are at least even if they're only at a point in their life where they they're driving towards more rather than they've already achieved more then put yourself with people that are focusing on where they're going but don't put yourself around people all the time who are constantly talking about where they used to be, where it was, how good it used to be, where, you know, what, what's not working right now, what's not working, what's going wrong, you know, how difficult things are. You know, I get there are times in our lives where we, we experience challenges, but you know what? Very few of them are really that hard. Okay. And I mean that in, a, in the nicest possible way. I'm not taking away anyone's personal situations. You know, everyone has really it goes through challenging times. However, it's perspective. You know, we have to find the perspective on how really hard it is. And if we want something enough, we have to work out how we push through. And ultimately, being around the people that are going to drive us forward and help us push through that are important. That's like why our friendship is so important to me and why we have so so much, you know, connection is because if we if either of us are having ever having a time where we're experiencing a challenge, and remember a challenge. It's just an opportunity to grow. It's a lesson. It's it's never a bad thing. I don't believe anything bad ever happens to us in life. I believe that things happen in life that then give you the opportunity to to look at it through a different set of to, through a different set of eyes or a different lens. You know, things don't happen to us. They happen for us to help grow us. And so, you know, if you have a, a difficult experience in a relationship or a difficult experience in a business, they're there 
to to grow us and to help us. And so we have to be around the right people all the time. We have to put ourselves around. And actually, I would rather be around half a dozen great people than hundreds of not so great people. You know what? I feel the same way. And when you're touching on change and going through a challenging time, first of all, change is the only constant. And every single time, whether it's you know, if changes are made in, in your company or in your industry or in the world, we we always are going to come to a fork in the road. And there's that fork in the road that you're going to grow with the future or you're going to talk about the good old days. And when you're talking about the good old days, and trust me, we'd love, Ian and I, we get together. We Some of us, we just have to relive the same stories because they're funny. We've had some really funny times, but it's never stories like this is the way it was and we don't want to make changes. We know that moving forward, it might be uncomfortable. It might not be what we did, but it's all about the future and growing to the future. And you want to be really mindful of who you're spending your time with because if people are chatter, 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 this is hard and we can't do it. And then all of a sudden they look around like, oh, I'm not the only one. Everybody feels the same way. You don't want to be average. I don't want to be average. Ian doesn't want to be average. And to really succeed and propel yourself, it's constantly putting yourself in an arena that you do feel uncomfortable, that you do feel challenged. In fact, if you are the biggest fish in the room, you're in the wrong room. You're actually looking at yourself and you're you're appearing better than you actually are. And it's not to dismiss what you're capable of. It's to remind you of you just want to continuously be leveling up so you have something to really strive for. So another thing I wanted to ask you, Ian, because again, no matter what people are doing, you people are, are always going to question what you're doing or, or doubt what you're doing or present you with a reason to possibly step out in your comfort zone. So when you look at your journey, have you had people that have doubted you? And what's your mindset around that? Uh, of course. Um, I, I, I couldn't even begin to imagine there is one person out there that has gone on a journey of entrepreneurship um, or even just followed a career path that hasn't had other people question them or doubt them or, you know, say, you know, you can't do something. You know, I look back at my childhood and there were times in my childhood where, you know, there were things that I was passionate about. You know, I used to enjoy performing and I used to enjoy dancing. And so, you know, that wasn't that was a, a thing for, for people to, you know, mock me. And, and, you know, and it was a challenge for me to push through that and still do something I was enjoying and passionate about when lots of people around thought I was, you know, you know, they would take the mick out of me and, 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 and ridicule me for it. And in fact, looking back, you know, when I, I got to a certain point in my teenage years, I stepped back from it because I allowed that to, to get in the way. I allowed those things. And when I got to about 18, I realized that actually, no, and actually those are things that then fueled me. So the very challenges that I had in my teenage years, I believe were the things that drove me in my adult life. Um, and so I used them to power me rather than disempower me. And so many people who have moments of challenges or people that try and knock them down or take away their power or, you know, mock them or belittle them or say, oh, you'll never do that. You'll never get, you'll never amount to much. You know, how many people's teachers, you know, wrote in their, you know, their year end books, you know, if only they could have disciplined themselves a bit better, you know, they'll never amount to much. You know, these are things that people then hold on to as their narrative of their story. And as they go through life, they believe they can't do things. They can't amount to anything. They can't be something more than what they see in front of them on that daily basis. And so 
um, it is important to know that if someone doesn't think something highly of you, if someone doesn't like what you're doing, if someone doesn't believe you can do it, ultimately their opinion is just that. It is just their opinion. And most of the time, it's a reflection of who they are and their insecurities. Sometimes people don't want you to grow. You know, maybe you're in a relationship. Maybe you've both had consistently doing something that's been in both of your comfort zone for a long time. And then one of you decides you want to break away and do something slightly different. It makes people feel uncomfortable. It makes people feel a bit, can make people feel a bit threatened. What happens if they go on and do this? What happens if, this changes the dynamic. And so from a place of love, sometimes people try and hold us back. They don't mean to sound like they're being bad or being unkind or being negative. They're actually thinking it's a form of their, it's a their insecurity, but it's a form of protection. When I'm committed, I'm committed and like seeing things through. And I know that our audience, there's so many people that have the potential to create so much because they are just limitless. So when they look at somebody like you, because it's never luck, it is never luck. What are some of the things that made Ian Pritchard who you are today? Well, I just touched on a bit of the things that actually personally happened to me as a child, but that's not going to be everyone's story. So, you know, we can't all think, I wish I was bullied but in order to be not successful. not to interrupt you, but the good that. thing about that, I'm interrupting you, is adversity, because I had some adversity, adversity t- even today, and I don't wish that on anyone, but if you really look at some of the most successful people, they dealt with adversity and they figured out how to navigate that. So when they came to business, it was almost easier than what they went through. Go ahead, Ian. And that's the thing. At any point in our life, whatever happens, we can have adversity. So whether it was a child or a teenager in your 20s and your 30s, at some point in our lives, we will all experience some form of adversity. And we have a crossroads where we decide whether that adversity is going to power us or, and propel us or disempower us and shrink us. And so um, I do believe that um, you know, part, of, part of that adversity was part of then why I probably became so incredibly driven. You know, I, I definitely was a child that wanted things my own way. I wanted to get what I wanted and I would keep going until I'd find another workaround. So resilience and kind of, hang on a minute, no, I I'm, I'm refuse to take a no for an answer. I refuse to take that on face value. That, that grit, that resilience, that willingness to say again, ask again, ask a different way, find a different route in, find a different way around. That is, I believe, a big powerful part of why, you know, somebody becomes successful or doesn't. You know, I look at people who, when someone says, I don't know, maybe they, uh, I don't know, ask them to take a look at something or they, you know, they, they go to a bank to borrow some funds to start a business or whatever. And the bank says, no, we're not interested. Wow. What really? Just that one thing is going to put you down and floor you to the, you know, okay, what's next? What's my next opportunity? How's another way in? Is there another bank? Is there another, you know, you've written a book and is there another publisher? How many publishers are you going to go to to have your book published? We're going to go to five and they all said, no, we don't like you. No, we don't like what you've written. You're going to go to 10. You're going to go to 20. You're going to go to a hundred. Are you going to keep writing? Are you going to keep doing it? The resilience, you know, we're in a, we're in a, an entrepreneur is someone who has to be willing to do the work without seeing the results. And if you are thinking, okay, where's my check? Where's my, where's the money for the work that I've just put in for the, for the last month or two? You will never be able to move past what I would call a sort of a more employee kind of mindset. The entrepreneurial mindset is willing to do stuff without seeing the rewards, do stuff without any benefits. You know, I would drive for hours. I would have meetings. I would go and see thing, people. I would, 
whatever it was that I needed to do. I did whatever it took. And I didn't care whether I had you know, a shorter night's sleep. You know, I was willing to not go on holiday, vacation for six years when I started my um, network marketing business because I was willing to do the work. Did I enjoy my six years before I went on my own personal little holiday? Of course, I, I had trips and stuff within that, but I but to take a break and actually just put my tools down and go, no, because I was uh, what I wanted in my life was bigger than the, 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 the short-term satisfaction. And so what are the tips that I could say to people? First, resilience, know why you want what you want in your life. You've got to have grit and resilience like you've never had before. If you get knocked down, you've got to stand back up. And whenever you get knocked back, back, back down again, you stand back up again. The people who are not where they want to be at some point got knocked down and they stayed down. They stayed laying down. Now, I get it. Sometimes those things are so big, it feels monumental to get back up. But you have to fight. You know, if there's a wall, it's like, how are you getting around the wall? Are you climbing over the wall? Are you digging under it? Are you going to go around it? Or are you just going to smash through it? Which is the way over past the wall? If what you want is on the other side of the wall, you've got to figure out how you're going to get through, past, over, or round, or under that wall. And so if you are not someone creatively trying to find new avenues to get where you want to be, think about who might be able to help you, asking for support, asking for help. Then, you know, that's the mindset that you've got to have to get where you want to be in life. And you've got to be ambitious, and you've got to be driven, and you've got to be willing to take risks. You've got to be willing to take risks. And sometimes we think, well, they need to be quite calculated. But you've got to be willing to take biggish risks that actually you don't know what the outcome could be. But you've got to trust that whatever the outcome is, is what it's meant to be for you at that moment. If it all goes horribly wrong and you feel like you've got to start all over again, then that's part of your lesson. That's part of your journey. That's actually why you're here. That's why you're in this, you know, it, that's why you've been here to, to experience that. Some of the most successful people didn't even see success until they were in their 50s, 60s or 70s. So if you're sitting there wondering, when's my time? When's my moment? Trust and have faith and keep moving forward. Find, you know, if you're sitting against a wall right now and it feels tall and it feels big and you don't know which way to go, then do something. You know, start digging, start climbing, start, you know, looking, start thinking about ways but but you have to find ways to push through um, when the when things feel t feel challenging. So you know, and then the other the other thing that I would say is, like we mentioned earlier, the vision part. If you don't have a clear vision for what it is that you want, where you want to be, what you want your life to look like, what you want your business to be like, the kind of people you want to be around, then when the challenges come, they'll always win. They will always win, hands down. They'll take you right out of your vision and put you right back, sat on the ground, going, oh. This is tough. This is hard. Why me? This not fair. Why are they having success over there? Why is it so easy for them? It's never easy for them. It's never easy for them. It's just that they got back up again and they fought through and they smashed through the wall. So a couple of things came to my mind. First, I'm, 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 I have a vision of you and I pushing each other over the wall. Okay. Cause we're going to go over the wall and we're yeah, going to laugh yeah. the entire time. And you guys, I have, I have issues when I laugh. So that could be a horrible situation. I loved how you touched on like in, it takes effort. And, and I think the world is shying away from that today. And somewhere along the line, hard work became unsexy. Like when did working hard become unsexy? People want this great life and then they stub their toe or somebody says no, or they get a little bit of rejection. Like maybe it's a sign. It's a sign that I shouldn't do this. There is no straight path to where you want in this life. 
And there's there's so many adversities and obstacles that come, but sometimes we need to sit and we need to really have that heart to heart with ourselves. If you're an entrepreneur or your dream is to be an entrepreneur, why are you expecting easy? Is your commute easy? Is working for somebody else easy? Is being told what you're worth easy? Is waiting for two weeks? And I'm not, I'm not discounting a regular job. I'm not. But what I'm saying is every single thing in life is an exchange and it's a trade-off. And uh, I am just so obnoxiously passionate about entrepreneurship because I feel like we have one life and no dress rehearsal. And what goes along with the money and the income potential and the the time that you can create, it's the person that you're going to become. Because I personally didn't do any personal growth before 17 years ago. I didn't. I, I read People Magazine. I looked at the pictures. I was looking at outfits. I actually read the National Enquirer because I wanted to know like gossip. What, who, what celebrity was sleeping with what celebrity? And personal growth absolutely changed my life. I'm going to pivot for a second, Ian. I'm going to ask you a question because I know that you're going to give me the G version of this of this question, but I know it's something. We're living today where a lot of stuff is done remote, but I'm a really big believer in, in showing up and how you show up. And I know you are too. And as much as people say we're living in a casual world, hmm, what's your opinion on showing up being professional, how you're dressed, because I believe it really makes a difference. Because a hundred percent, because here's the thing, if I'm going to go meet someone to have a business conversation, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm going to have a business conversation. If I rock up looking like I've just walked in from the gym, you know, people go always relatable. You know, I want to see that I can do this around other things, whatever it might be, or, you know, I'm going to go meet someone. I don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. I want to make someone feel inspired. I want to make someone feel, you know, excited. I'm not saying I'm walking in in a three-piece suit to have a, a coffee and a conversation. But what I'm saying is I'm going to show up being, because here's the thing. If you take pride in yourself and you take care of yourself, that says a lot about who you are. You know, if you've taken the time to turn up looking good and, and well turned out and dressed well, and, you know, you know, your hair's good. And, you know, if, you're, if you've got makeup on and that's, that's done well, that says a lot about you. It's a bit like if you get up in the morning and you're the sort of person that throws yourself out of bed, don't give yourself enough time to get ready. You're quickly in the bathroom, but you left the bed unmade. And then you think, oh, I'll do it later. You know, even just a simple thing, like making the bed before you leave the bedroom, you know, before the first thing you do, make the bed. It says everything about the standard. And so I believe that you are absolutely about showing up in this world. And if you get on a, a Zoom or a, a webinar or something with someone, get on it like you've gone to see them in person. You know, don't get on with your PJs on, with a bubble hat on, eating your pot noodle, you know, to do a, to do a professional meeting. I see people all the time looking like they just actually came through a hedge backwards. And I'm thinking, you know, who's ever joining you? Who's ever... <laughs> They came through a hedge, which is a, which is basically bushes backwards. See what I'm saying? Like, that's the kind of stuff that cracks me up. <laughs> Have you never heard that phrase? Come through no, I've never heard that phrase. And we've but been here's the thing. over a decade. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is, you know, Take pride in who you are. People buy people. So whatever business it is that you're doing, whatever entrepreneurial journey you're taking, people buy into people. And if you, you know, you know, you can't sell the dream if you look like a nightmare. You know, you really can't. 
And so if you're talking to people, you're trying to get people to buy into whatever it is you've got, a product you're selling or a business idea that you're trying to promote or a, you know, a, uh, something that you're doing, maybe you're, you maybe you're a, a sort of a sole entrepreneur. So maybe you're, you're going to be an accountant or something. You're working for yourself. You're not going to get clients. You're not going to have people join you if you don't look professional and you don't show up. And so it's an attitude. And it's a, it's a, and it's, I agree. I think we've become a culture of not even average. Like the bar solo, we're doing limbo right now in life. Right now, the bar is so low. People are doing a, doing a limbo to get under the bar. And I, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. I don't necessarily blame people. I think it's an, an entire global culture of, of over the last few years, people getting quite stuck in, in the bar has been lowered on what they expect for their life, what they think they can achieve for their life, and what it's going to take to, 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 to reach that. And so we're looking for easy. We're looking for quick. We're looking for simple. We're an instant society. And, you know, we've, you know, we can love technology, but actually we should also be very, very mindful of technology. Technology can be a great help, but it can be an enormous hindrance because it's an easy way to be lazy. It's an easy way to be part time and, 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 and little and small and minimal. You know, we can just think, oh, I'll just, I'll just shoot that message. And rather than pick up the phone and have a conversation, you know, having conversations, I know I'm in my mid forties and I get it that someone in their twenties may not want to have a conversation on the phone with someone, but here's the deal. I don't believe that human connection is, is something that should just disappear. We need, if you were, if you were having, if you've got an idea and you're trying to get backing financially, or you're starting an entrepreneurial journey, if you're not speaking to someone, if they can't hear your passion and they can't hear your vision and they can't sense your commitment, how are they ever going, how are you ever going to get what you want if you've just sent a WhatsApp text, you know, or a text or a whatever, and, and you're thinking, or a, a message on Instagram and hoping that person's going to go, hey, yeah, I'll give you the money to start your investment, or I'll, I'll, I'll join you in your venture, or I'll come and be a, a client of yours or a customer of yours. You know, we have to be more intentional now than ever before as entrepreneurs about showing up and making this world a better place. Okay. Awesome. That is really so awesome. And even when you say the everything you say, I agree with, but here's what I want people to know. The fact that the bar has been lowered, what an opportunity, what an opportunity, because these are the types of, of times that history is made. And you could literally say, I am going to separate myself from the masses and I am going to redefine the bar and literally leave everybody in the dust. I mean, look, I want nothing but success and abundance for everyone, but the reality is there are people that will never rise above their belief, their standard and their level of excellence. And so when that's being minimalized, that's your opportunity to literally level up. So I'm going to ask you um, a last thought, Ian, and then I want you to let the audience know where they are. They can follow you because also you'll see, I think you post some of that stuff on Instagram, but Ian, uh, the, you, you guys have like dogs, the most adorable. I've never seen so many dogs when I stay at your house, but you guys do dog shows and all of the all of this other stuff that we actually left off the um, the podcast. But it's not really you had me, to- it's my podcast. Yeah, you could mention that in a sec. Like, let, let everybody know because they're like your life. So if you had to give people a piece of advice to level up, just level up, and that looks different for everyone, right? But what would that piece of advice that you want to leave our listeners with today? 
I think ultimately, you know, we're all at different stages of our entrepreneurial journeys. We're all at different points in our life. But ultimately, it's the decision. You know, you cannot do anything without the decision that this is it. This is it. No more. You know, there's got to be a line in the sand at some point in your life where you decide that this is it. You know, whether it's to take your current business to a new level, take your current life to a whole new level, or whether it's taking that first step of entrepreneurialism that actually you're going to no longer just think about it, just wish for it, but you're actually going to take the action and start it. So, you know, to level up is really just to make a decision that you're actually going to do something different. You're going to do something, you know, nothing will happen to our, in our lives by doing the same thing. Definition of madness, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Do something different. Make Take a step forward in whatever that is. And for some people, the steps may feel feel smaller at the moment. For others, the steps might, the, 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 the step forward might feel like a giant leap. But until we decide that we're going to put one foot in front of the other and move forward, then we're always just sitting in a place of average thinking about not doing anything about it. So in order to decide, you know, to, to level up and, and to really think about what is my life really, what's it worth to me? What's it worth to the people around me? What's my life go, you know, what do I believe that I want my, you know, what is it I want my life to look like? In order to, to get towards that, you have to just make the decision. You have to make the decision to say one foot in front of the other, this journey, this next chapter, this next adventure starts today. I love you. I'm really, really super, super grateful for you on a professional level, on a personal level. And I, I would love for people to know where they can find you. I know that you and Glenn, um, your partner, who I also love, they, they, they're they interior designers and they're super talented and you want to be following their, their pages. I mean, he's... I tell you, his home is nothing less than excellent. So where can our viewers find you today? Well, thank you. Um, that is so kind of you. But, you know, on we tend to be more on Instagram. So on Instagram, you can follow me. Just it's my name, Ian Pritchard. That's absolutely just dead simple, Isa. And it's I-A-I-N. Some people don't always know how to spell the, the the spelling of Ian. I go to the States. They call me Lane. I never walk into a hotel reception and they never say, hi, Ian. They say Lane. And I'm like, no, it's Ian, but it's all good. It's I-A-I-N. So it's Ian Pritchard, which is my um, Instagram. And then if you want to follow the interiors and kind of see what we're up to on that side of things, it's Alexander Thomas Interior Design. Um, and Alexander Thomas is actually, my middle, my middle name is Alexander. My partner, Glenn's middle name is Thomas, and that's how our brand was formed. That's how our company was started. And so, yeah, Alexander Thomas Interior Design, or just me, Ian Pritchard, on Instagram, best place to find me. So, love you to follow along. I'd love to connect. Love you all. Have the most amazing day. 